Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Emma Dawn Podcast. Now, I am your host, motherhood and lifestyle blogger and financial broker, Emma Dawn, and today I'm going to be talking to you about one of the posts that I've written recently that has just gone completely viral, and that is the 10 financial moves to make before you turn 30. Now, this might be a little bit longer of a podcast, so let's just go ahead and get started. Number one is life insurance. Now, trust me, I know life insurance isn't something anybody really wants to think too hard about. Uh, In all reality, it's a little creepy planning for your own demise or what life will be like when you're not here anymore. But that's why there are agents and brokers like myself to help you along in making the moves required to protect yourself your investments, maybe a business, and most importantly, your family. Anyone who has others that rely on them financially really needs to set up personal coverages outside of anything that has the strings of an employment contract attached. I can't preach it enough how important it is to have private coverages. Plus, if you're under the age of 30, then get them now. Life insurance premiums go up as we get older and our medical history changes. So save and protect yourself now while the premium rates are super low. Number two is car insurance. Now, if you have had the same policy since you started driving or went off of a family plan when you turned 18, then you're probably paying way too much for car insurance. Car insurance is based all off of a good driving record and the rates get lower as we get older with more history that we have behind the wheel. Go ahead and contact your car insurance agent and discuss any deals that they may be offering or any new programs that you might be able to get into that will lower your premium. Companies like Progressive and Allstate give good driver discounts if your current company isn't willing to reward your clean driving history. Number three, know your credit score. I use Credit Karma and I also use the Equifax uh, website to monitor my credit score for free. Now, this does not raise or lower my credit score. It just helps me monitor it. If your credit is in need of some repair, then I would highly recommend consulting with a credit expert. Everything in today's world is based off of credit. From something as simple as a cell phone to buying a home, it's all based on your credit score. So staying in the know when it comes to your credit standing is a financial must. Debt number four. Debt is a super real bummer. Nobody likes it, but we are now adults. So this is something that we really have to learn to manage. You have student loans or credit card debts or medical bills or other financial obligations. I would suggest trying to consolidate them. Oftentimes you can settle with a creditor for a lower cost and consolidating them into one loan that you need to repay with one simple monthly payment is gonna be so much easier than trying to juggle all of the different collections or debts that you might have on your credit history. Plus, if you consolidate, you can oftentimes, like I mentioned, settle, but you can also lower your interest rate. Credit cards have a crazy high interest rate, so maybe talk to a personal banker or a financial advisor at a credit union to see about the consolidation options that they have available. Number five increase your credit score. Now, if your score isn't up to par with buying a home quite yet, maybe look into rental properties that report to the credit bureaus. 
I have done that since moving to Utah, and my score has skyrocketed to over 200 points just within the first three to four months of me living here. Another way you can increase your credit score is by using 30% of a revolving credit limit. Now, credit cards are dangerous if you use them irresponsibly, but only using about 30% of a credit line will look good to your creditors. You don't want to go out and get a credit card and max it out because that'll increase your debt to income ratio. Using about 30% and managing that will look good on your credit history. Also, you can just use it for simply recurring bills such as a cell phone or utilities and pay off the balance at the end of every month so you don't get hit with a high interest rate. Number six is not a fun one and that is to stop overspending. Of course, do I want every new Michael Kors bag that is released? Absolutely. Do I buy it or need it? No. Look at your monthly bank statement and see where you are splurging on unnecessary items that you can do without. Even little habits such as brewing coffee at home or packing a lunch instead of getting a takeaway will add up to savings in no time. Number seven, start a rainy day fund. Start a savings account for a rainy day, larger purchase, or unexpected financial burdens. A automatic savings account is ideal for beginner savers learning how to budget. Check with a local credit union for a dedicated savings account. These accounts differ from typical savings accounts as they offer a higher interest rate and a low monthly saving option. With a dedicated savings account, a automatic deposit of as low as $25 a month goes into a 12-month hybrid of a CD slash savings. You can watch your cash add up while it's earning interest. After 12 months, the rainy day fund is released into a savings account with the interest it's occurred. Make your money make money. Number eight is invest in real estate. Buying a home is one of those milestones we all hope to reach one day. Investing in a home can oftentimes lower your monthly payout, in turn saving you money. A home mortgage is oftentimes cheaper than a rental. It's not as scary as you think either. There are so many programs out there to help first-time homebuyers become homeowners. Just simply ask your local mortgage officer about programs and deals in your area. If you are interested in finding out more information on buying a home and mortgages, just go ahead and send me an email to emmadon at gmail.com. Now, if you are already a homeowner, see if refinancing can lower your interest rate and your monthly payment. Rates are lower than they were a few years ago, and a lower rate will save you big in the long run. Real estate can also be a big income generator from rental income to a DIY home flip. The market may fluctuate, but people will always need a home. Maybe something to look into if you have a knack for binge watching HGTV. Number nine is passive income. Now, come on now, who does not have a side hustle these days? You are listening, and if you've read this post, you are reading my side hustle right now. Passive income is defined as earnings derived from a rental property, limited partnership, or other enterprises in which a person is not actively involved. Generating passive income can be as easy as setting up a blog, a podcast, a YouTube channel, affiliate marketing, or even starting a brand partnership. Number 10, children's protection. Now, if you are already in the family game and have settled down, maybe you are already looking into life insurance options from like I listed in number one. For yourself, maybe look into protecting your littles. 
Children's life insurance is so affordable and it can be established for most times under $10 to $15 a month, depending on your child's attained age. Also, planning for your child's future is another financial tip that will ease the stresses of continued education costs at a later date. I suggest booking an appointment with your financial institution's financial advisor or even an independent broker like myself to discuss options for a 529 education plan or other plans that are available. Establishing something now will reduce the financial burden on yourself and your children at the time that they prepare to leave the nest. Nobody wants to be buried with student loans or hit with a large expensive university enrollment bill. So there you have it. Those are my 10 financial moves to make before you turn 30. If you have any questions on this podcast or any of the things that we talked about, then go ahead and shoot me a DM on Instagram. Make sure to follow at Emma underscore Dawn, or you can send me an email at Emma Dawn at gmail.com. Make sure you subscribe to my blog, emmadon.com, for more tips and motherhood and lifestyle posts just like this. Until next Monday, stay motivated.